Actors bitching with Lombardo Boyard. That's right. And Todd Anderson. Robert Anderson, Mr. which is me. Anderson. Yeah, I love this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. How are you man. doing, dude? Uh, I, I'm okay, man. This is, uh, you know, it, I go in and out of being okay with this and then getting really depressed. Yeah. Uh, and and this week has definitely been a downward. I'm I'm glad it's Friday in one way, but in another way, who gives a shit? Because all it means is, <laughs> exactly. You know, I won't be making up work for me to do tomorrow. Yeah. I'll probably just sit around, uh, which I guess is nice. But I don't know. This week has just been j- just depressing. It's been depressing. I think that's funny. We're on the same I, wavelength, I, man. Yeah, it was rough Wednesday. I was just like, sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, and my relatives that I live with, the three, the two people that I live with all the time, and then my mother-in-law, who I live with half the time, um, are all very moody right now. Oh yeah, Um, yeah, with good reason. A lot of, yeah, totally, and it's a lot of dark clouds, and I'm I'm a, a, you know me, I'm I'm a typical actor, very insecure. Right. And, and I, I, I work too hard to please people. So when people get in a funk, I'm like, oh, what did I do? Yeah, I got, sure. How do I fix this? And, and it's not me. I mean, you know, it's we're constantly, you know, being reminded that we just lost Bob right before all this happened. And that, that kicks in and really bothers people. And, it's, and then plus the news this week has just been, yeah. you know, I like I. I try to only read the paper. I don't look at TV news. That's good. You know, uh, except for like I've told you, I, I got to watch my Dallas Reigns from time to time. I hear you, man. I got to check. He's got a bitch and tan. Check in with He's got Dallas. Got a bitch and tan. Got to see how that tan so, looks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to see how he's doing. And he's got that energy. It's like always like, it's this super masculine, but Hollywood. And he's always throwing his fists around and pointing his fingers. And he's like, ah, got weather. Uh, you believe and that I, fucking I just, happy, man. You know, you're like, fuck. Yeah, he's happy. got, oh, I think he wants me to be happy. Oh. I think that's why I, I like him uh, a lot. Um, but so I only the but even the paper even the like we have that local we love you Dallas Reigns we love you Dallas Reigns we have that local paper I can't even read that I can't even read the letters to the editor in my local paper because it's just depressing the amount I, I don't know how else to say this it's depressing the amount of stupid people there are yeah. and it, it's just it's bumming me out big time <laughs> say hi if you're going to come up here it's my son, Mick. Sorry, I just came up on my lap, everybody. Hi, Mick. Say How hi. you doing? These are my say these hi. Are all our coworkers now, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's it, dude. Col- Colby keeps making it into my dumb YouTube video. Oh, that's awesome. I love that little picture you sent me to him where he looked all G'd out. It was awesome. 
<laughs> it fit him. Kind of, it was kind of scary. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Yeah. I go down that route, man. I'll kick his ass. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like the redheaded guy in that movie. Oh Cullen. yeah, exactly. He looked dope. <laughs> yeah. It fit him. That's it. His nickname's gonna be Flaco. Really. Flaco. <laughs> what does that Skinny. mean? <laughs> oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. That's what I call Terry all the I like time. that. Flaco. That's her nickname. I'm gonna start calling him Flacco. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Hey Flacco. Uh, hey Flacco. So I uh, I was actually on the on Channel Five News uh, yesterday, so that was cool. Oh, because uh, is this it related to your Coco Live Watch? No, it wasn't that? It was the Greg Grunberg thing I did because they love him there. I mean, he's got a great relationship with Sam Rubin. I mean, anytime he's got anything to promote, he's on it. I mean, he was promoting a you know I think it's a seven eight minute short. You know that we did, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, who's on there mentioned my name on it. I was like, dude, that's awesome! So that's yeah, awesome. really yeah. good to me, and it came out pretty cool. You should check it out. I think I put it on my Facebook. Oh, okay. Is it? I mean, the whole film's up. Yeah, it's up. It's like it's called uh, Billy the Botanist. It's Billy the Billy. Botanist. Okay, we'll yeah, check that pretty out. Pretty hilarious. And I, can, I, I gotta get my. I got to get my kid. My kid, you know, has to do these video projects every week for his theater class nice. at junior high. And he did one uh, the other day where he uh, lip synced Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking That's hilarious. awesome. I want to see it. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I, I feel like somebody's watching me. Wow. Tell me, is it just a dream? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know that's where the Ghetto Boys got the idea for that song, other uh, other song. You know what I'm saying? You know the get. What was the? Oh shit! No, I don't know the get. I'm feeling paranoid. I gotta watch over my shoulder. Damn. Oh, my mind playing tricks on me. You ever see that? Yeah. Oh that yeah, that's, yeah, that's a dope one too. Okay. Very similar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Ghetto Boys is a little more hardcore. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Rockwell. What was Rockwell? He's just very interesting. Yeah. Hey, did you get his existence? Like, did you get your stimulus check? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. So that's good news. I mean, I didn't get it. They, I, I filed my taxes early. Yeah. So I had got, I got direct deposit from that. So they just deposited. I got it. Re- I got it well before Donald Trump sent me a letter to remind me it was all him who gave me the lousy twenty nine hundred fucking. See, dollars. I didn't get that letter. It must be a Simi Valley thing, or he must know where his peeps live or some shit. That makes yeah. sense. That makes we didn't sense. Get that. We we just flipped. We flip back red again. Thanks, Katie Hill. <laughs> so yeah, so so uh, I got that. Keep your damn keep your damn clit in your pants. I got a little cocoa money, <laughs> so that was good. That saved us a little bit when we got back from and uh, and I filed for unemployment. I finally did it. I, we did it online. Oh, we did it online. How'd it, it go? Pain. Thank God to my wife Terry Licious, rocking it, and uh, she did it. And yeah. it took a while, and it was annoying, but we'll see if we get it because there's a couple questions where it just wouldn't accept what we were putting in and like it, it's like it wanted us to say zero we're like we're being honest we're like, no like I made that much and it was like nope wrong answer and it wouldn't take anything but zero so we're like fuck it we're putting zero <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to put zero you want to put more yeah yeah well no I don't want to put more because then you get then you get more money that's true that's right because I'm paying if into you it. Have, that's what I'm saying I don't, but literally yeah. I wouldn't accept anything like we were putting it in it was like wrong answer it would kept coming back like X. That's yeah, weird. We made a mistake. So yeah. Well, they have a lot of. Pro- that's our, our state is in a lot of trouble because of all the unemployment insurance that's getting paid out right now. Yeah. 
And now I don't know if you saw the whole reporting on what Newsom's planning on doing, cutting costs. Guess one of the things he's going to cut funding for. Employment? No, schools. Oh, fucking awesome, man. That's just great. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, so uh, the the federal government isn't giving California any money, um, which is part of the reason. He's begging them to give relief money to the state, but they're not doing it because they hate us. Um, and so now he has to cut all these budgets, and of course, education is one of the ones that gets slashed. Yeah, of course, because if you keep the herd dumb, they'll do whatever you want, son. <laughs> I guess. I guess. It just sucks because now, you know, my wife potentially is going to, you know, take a 10%, maybe 15% Which pay is cut. stupid, especially after all this, which they, if anything, should be more appreciated. You know what I'm saying? And get a raise. Oh, yeah. Like, I definitely fucking... Uh, oh. Hey, give Hillary a hug for me, all right? And uh, seriously, because they rock. Like, you know, now that I'm now that I'm a teacher at home, I uh, <laughs> I see what they put up with. Yeah, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah having 23 know. of them. I don't know how big her class is, but yeah, like, mixing a class with 23, right? Both of them, I think? Both of my kids. Yeah, 22 or 23 kids in the class. Well, that, that's another thing that's amazing about this. Talk about something to bitch about. But they, they're talking about opening schools back up, right? right? Probably in the fall uh, with this whole new way of operating, which is either, you know, ha- like half the students come for half the day, the other half come from the other half of the day, or they split the week into two different days or whatever. So there's this whole new, whole new system that has to be devised and in in the midst of that, they're also cutting budgets. How does it? I mean, yeah, because that it's like what like what that sounds like. What the fuck do you want? You're gonna have more, you're gonna have to hire more teachers. It sounds like two shifts, right? You have yeah. to hire more teachers. Yeah, so, the, but yeah. So I mean, I mean, more teachers, but everybody gets paid less. I love it. Well, <laughs> and also the concept of having even half half the kids. If you have like 14 kids in a classroom at any given time, and they're seated separate separately, but it's still they're inside a classroom. I don't know how, even with masks on, even with six feet apart, yeah. how that's not gonna lead to a fucking outbreak of coronavirus. And kids are so susceptible oh, to yeah. it. They're so susceptible to getting sick. I mean, you know oh, how yeah. cold and flu oh, season yeah. goes. And I have a school teacher wife, so I'm I'm always aware. I'm so hyper vigilant about my hands and and cleaning doorknobs before the coronavirus because I I hate getting flus and colds and it's because she comes home with them and then my kids in school and he comes home with them yeah I mean schools are petri dishes for disease diseases yeah I have have three of them so it's fuck man and they're little so I know (laughs) yeah it's crazy yeah they have to get all the like no big deal viruses to build up their immune systems, but then you get them because you're like run down or whatever because you were out late drinking or getting <laughs> fights at a pool hall. Yeah, that's why I didn't answer your call last night. Your text, sorry. We started. We were shooting, uh, playing the Wii outside. Me and Terry playing pool on the Wii. It rocks. Oh, and then, nice. but I was playing music on my phone out there and I was charging it and totally forgot about it. <laughs> Just left it out there until this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Though. Well, we That's great. Picture. Like you forget about your phone. I wish I could forget about my phone. It's one of the things that drives me nuts. I got to look at it, and then it makes me. Well, mad that's the thing, you know. Those because... cocoa sweets, and I, you know, honestly, I, I was there, but I was dealing with the kids, so I tried to just dip in, like during my two parts, and you know, I responded to some of the fans. 
said hi to some of the other actors, but you know, I didn't fully commit because it's a lot of work. Like if you really try to full on yeah. tweet, you know, you've done it. It's like, dude, you finish and your brain's like, ah, you know? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. And then you have to catch back up to the thread of the movie. Exactly. I and mean, you're and in I the lose movie, my buzz, Coco, I lose so my pretty, buzz a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> just so if if the listeners aren't aware, I'll just explain yeah. Lombardo was doing a, a sort of Twitter watch party of Coco. That's right. Love you, Coco. Uh, yesterday Disney. afternoon. Yeah, hashtag Coco yeah. watch party if you guys want to see the, some of the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's a cool. That's a fun thing. To it was do. fun. I'm gonna do that. Go I'm gonna do that with the movie uh, Devil in the Flesh Two. Devil in the Flesh Two. <laughs> hey, reach out to them, dude. I bet you they do it. That's a good idea. <laughs> no, look, hey, I know you have about 20 other shows already, but that's a great show. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a great show idea. Just you know, hit up these directors or whatever. Of these movies you like and say, hey, man, you want to do a Zoom watch along with your, you know, take questions from. Oh, actually, that take was, questions from fans. That is a cool idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I myself was in Devil in the Flesh, there you too, go. which is why I. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same category, not the same echelon as a Coco. <laughs> it's not. I am. I admit it. Well, I haven't seen it yet. But, so that, you know, I don't know. I have to compare. I have to see it. You got to check I mean, it out. Is it going to make gotta me watch try it? <laughs> it may it may I'll tell you this story about that movie. Right. so I did it and it was very early in my career um, I was young I needed the money no that's not true I, I, I had a really good time yeah. making it because I love schlock I love schlocky movies so why wouldn't I have fun I've making done, it dude, I've, um, done I've had some of the best times on like these super low budget movies man Right, you think back and you're yeah, like, yeah. "Fuck, that was amazing." Of course, there's times when you're yeah. when you're on set during where you're like losing it, or you're like, "Fuck!" But when you think when you yeah. think back, you're like, "Fuck, that was amazing." Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. It, and it and it was fun. I really liked it. Um, yeah, but this is what this is what happened with that movie. So it was like I had just started booking national commercials and making residual yeah. money, you know. So uh, and that like translated to me like eating and going out and getting Guinnesses all the time. Yeah. So I, I and and right when that happened, right when I finally started making money as an actor, my metabolism changed <laughs> and I gained like thirty pounds. I know. And and so uh, in this movie, what happened was like when they got to the shoot the final scene because it was mostly shot in order, but they got to the final scene and they decided they liked my character. My character was just supposed to die, and they decided they liked him, so they keep him alive. So they they gave me a. a they squib they squibbed me, you know, a squib like yeah, my yeah, chest yeah. blew up. So you thought I was dead, but then oh, he's got a bulletproof vest on. But the trick <laughs> of it was when I when I got shot with the squib was on, I didn't have a bulletproof vest on. Uh, okay, because it just didn't work right. with the squib and the visuals. So the reveal of the vest it. it and it's weird because it makes me look even fatter when I'm lying <laughs> on, on my back, uh, it, you yeah. know. So, and then my dad watched that movie, and this is what he said. This is what he said. He goes, because uh, it, it was picked up by HBO back when they had this thing called the uh, like Friday night trash movies or something. Yeah. They do like a double feature of exploitation films. So my dad watched it, and, and he called me the next day, and he goes, "Hey, uh, Todd, uh, I watched that uh, Devil in the Flesh too." <laughs> program <laughs> a lot of 
lot of nudity in that film. And I was like, yeah, dad, sorry. That's just the, you know, the nature of, of, of exploitation films. That's how it works. And he's like, ah, oh. well, I was happy when they revealed you had, were wearing a bulletproof vest the whole time. And I was like, yeah, because you, you didn't want me to die? He's like, no, 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 it's just the whole movie you look bloated. So it was nice to know that you were wearing a vest the whole time. I know, that's so cold-blooded. Family, sometimes they, sometimes they just cut right through all the fucking art. They're like, whatever. <laughs> Same thing, I think one of my sisters one time, I did a huge guest spot. I was really proud of it. I think it was on The Closer or something, you know. Fuck. Great role, like, fuck, dramatic, boom, boom, boom. Fucking they watch or whatever, and I think my sister's coming. I was like, you're going bald. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I fucking crushed it. Like, fuck, like my muscle scene was amazing. <laughs> you're going bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Nobody knows better than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at this fucking face every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what did she expect for them to have like a warning before the show? Warning: yeah, Lombardo, your brother <laughs> may look like he has thinning yeah, hair. No, it's like that little kid, right? With it's like the innocence of a little kid, and they're like, you have a zit. It's like, fuck off, right? And they just spit it out and like, tell you shit. It's real. Shut up. You have a mole right there. Yeah, I fucking know I have a mole. I know I have a mole. Yep. I know it. My daughter's yeah. My daughter Stevie calls my nipples moles. We have to play this funny game, but she's like, moles, and I said, no, moles, no, and then I take all her, it's pretty hilarious. That sounds great. <laughs> it also sounds weird. It sounds weird and great. She's three, adorable. <laughs> I know, I know, that's cute. Get away from my nipples, <laughs> I don't like Are they like nice pepperonis? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, care what you call them, just stay away from them. I will, bro. It's the law right now. <laughs> Social. Stay off of the nipples. Stay off of the nipples. By the way, we love a show the kids were watching this morning. Listeners, if you want to watch a cool, kid-friendly show, watch Magic for Humans. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. The new season good. just came out. The dude, I just saw it this morning, so I binge-watched about four episodes. My wife loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like that show. My kid... He's lost his interest in, in doing tricks. He used to be really into doing magic tricks. And oh. stuff, but uh, we, we still enjoy watching uh, um, That's magic. cool. No, he's really good. Justin Willman. There you go. Justin Willman. And he shows, yeah, shows the valley a lot, which is really dope. He's always around the valley. It's Yeah. Yeah, he's like... Do you ever miss that? Like in movies? There's so few movies that are shot really in, in the valley anymore or in even Hollywood proper on the streets because I guess it's gotten too expensive. Yeah. Um, but I could get you yeah, miss that. Like you go back and you watch 80s movies set in Hollywood or set in New York City and you really get, you really feel the grit and the grime of yeah. the, of the urban situation. And you know, like now it's all shot in studio lots and the streets look same. Yeah, I think once upon, once upon a time in Hollywood did, did a little bit of that. It was pretty cool. Cause he definitely yeah. does. He does yeah, that, that all was the time. Cool. And it's funny because I think that's one of the one of the, one of the things I really like. Me about too. That. I was like, yeah. oh shit, that's cool. Because yeah, like I guess I guess you just brought it up. But I guess I didn't realize I missed that. Yeah, just looking. Oh shit, there's something about knowing, you know, the certain areas, right? The, the geography of a movie. You're like, oh shit, I've been there. I fucking drive by there all the time. You're like, right. You feel more connected or something. You're like, oh shit, that's cool. When I did an indie movie, uh, Fuzz Track City. 
uh, and we shot it like 08, 09, somewhere around there. Yeah. And when it God, came I out, wish, I, wish, I wish the viewers could see our video because that would have been such a great and kind of like really egotistical moment. Because as you, as he's saying this, guys, the poster of that movie's right behind him. <laughs> it's like perfectly framed right behind. <laughs> well, it's, there's not a lot in my career that I can be proud of, but that one I am very proud of. And they never made a poster for Devil in the Flesh too, so I can't have that. Yeah. There is no poster. Yeah. But um, but I remember when people were watching it when it was going through the festival circuit. Everybody was like, "It's so cool to see a movie like actually shot in Los Angeles." That's awesome. Like even. Yeah. Ten years ago, that was like it was already over. Yeah, so, going wherever it's cheaper, yeah. and I think yeah, New Orleans, everything was going there after Katrina because they're like, yes, it's cheap. Sure. They got destroyed. Let's go film there. Fucking thousands. <laughs> yeah, in Detroit. Yeah, Detroit for a while because yeah. it was depressed. So exactly. everybody was shooting everything in Detroit. A lot of people got yeah. sick from the water. <laughs> that's yeah, well, that's what that happens. Sucks, man. Yeah. Shout that's out to Detroit. Got a lot of friends from there. Sucks. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. That some some even move back, you know, and are living over there, and some move back, you know, with the mentality of like, hey man, when they went through all that, like, hey, I'm going back to help out, which was kind of cool, you know. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, that's Fight nice. Fight for Detroit. I wasn't. I shot a commercial in Detroit once. Oh, you did? How was that? I, I've never been. It was. Uh, it was all right. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, they had to put you up in a nice hotel. Yeah. So it was a decent hotel, walking distance of great establishments like Chili's yeah. and TGI Fridays yeah. and crap like that. Bud Ruckers. Now, <laughs> the area like where you were at, was it, were those packed or were they just like, eh? No, the two places I went were where this hotel was, where we were staying, which like seemed like a indust- very industrial part of yeah. town. So that it was all landscaped and you know it was it was sanitized yeah. and, and all that, but uh, and then and then the other place where we shot it was a lottery, a Michigan lottery commercial where we shot it was in like this like quaint little village, yeah. part of Detroit. It was like cute and you know like rich people and all that. So I was in these wealthy pockets. Yeah. So I didn't really see I didn't see the Beverly the first act of Beverly Hills Cop Detroit at all. <laughs> And, right, and that was back then. I yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I always liked that. You didn't, that, go, like you didn't, go, to, visit you didn't go to the Eight Mile, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, I didn't go to the Eight Mile. I should have. I should have. <laughs> but I, I just didn't have a lot of time. Uh, but I, I prefer to be. I would have preferred to be in the grit. Yeah, you I know. know that's unfortunate. I'm the same. I prefer just blue collar. You know, not. I don't want super ghetto. Like I don't want my life to be in danger ghetto. But uh, <laughs> right, right. I, I just, I, I agree. I just don't want to be in the protected, yeah, yeah, sanitized yeah, yeah. area for I like the middle, like middle class, in the middle, buddy, just right there. Yeah, middle working class. See, see what it's really like. Yeah. I don't mind one crazy, dirty person in the in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Just one. No, no. <laughs> yeah, just one. Yeah. Or I mean, if it's a couple, it's I a love couple. Wanda Sykes. You know, I you love know. in her special. She nailed it. The best, you know. She's like, yeah. She's like, my neighborhood ain't got no shopping carts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that a perfect way to put it? She's like, there ain't no shopping carts in my neighborhood no more. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect way to put it. You know, I have to, I, oh, I, I like I like a few shopping carts, but not too many. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we I have them here, but they get dumped into the river. That's where I see shopping carts. Oh, that's fun. Thrown into the 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 basin there with the with the waterfowl. Yeah. Fucking a. Which I assume is probably. I mean, it. I know there's, they're like homeless people who have an encampment in the basin somewhere around here. But I have a feeling that those carts are just bored teenagers who find them on the side. Oh of the yeah, road they let's like, drive hey, down. Yeah. Let's crash them in the yeah. river, man. Like yeah. in a few hospital visits, it didn't go. Didn't go well, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's bitch about who the fuck is making a killing right now. During this quarantine. Who do you think is fucking okay. just raking it in? Of course, toilet paper. That's obvious. Toilet paper companies are killing. Oh, I thought you meant like entertainment companies. Oh, entertainment companies. I don't know. That too. I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, Netflix, Netflix oh, Amazon oh, yeah. Prime, Hulu, all the streaming services are yeah. fucking Tiger killing. King. I mean, here's the thing. I'm wearing a fucking Tiger shirt. What's up? Bardo Exotic. I mean, but do you think... That show would have been as huge if it wasn't released during the you know this pandemic. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Uh, I don't. I probably not. But who knows? People get fascinated by train wreck kind of human beings, and that that is one. Well, you know what? They're cats still. They're big fucking cats. But yeah, people love fucking cats. Yeah, but I just I can't watch it because I don't want to I don't want to watch people abusing fucking cats. One one thing is is I don't think anyone should get to keep giant cats. Right. I think giant cats should live out in the wild. And if you save, I know they're endangered. So if you save them and you put them on display while you're saving them, okay. But let's be honest, most zoos don't do that. They just capture these fucking cats and they put them on display, or they're in the like. There's a place up in Big yeah. Bear. Where they have all these giant animals, bears, lions, tigers, all of it, in cages, uh, just up in the side of the hill in the middle of the nowhere, and they just rent these things out to movies. And I just, that just, I don't yeah, like it. No. I don't like it. I mean, they like kind of make that point in there, too. I mean, they pretty much tell you straight up that everybody who's in that documentary is nuts. Anybody who deals with big cats is just bananas. And they all are. You see it. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, uh, this is how naive I was. When I fucking saw a liger, I think on South Park or some shit like that, I was like, oh, that's hilarious, a liger. No, there's fucking really ligers. Like, they show you ligers. They made them. I mean, they fucking, oh, they made up bread a yeah. lion with a fucking tiger. And these things are massive. Like, the guy's just sitting there petting, dude, and it's like 800 pounds. <laughs> how uh, how Jurassic Park yeah. is that? Like, yeah. You, you so I thought it was fake. I thought it was fake. Like, till I saw it. It's like, wait, there's really fucking liners? <laughs> That's so messed yeah. up. I don't know why you would do that. That's just terrible. Yeah, just to get people, uh, get people to come see it. And dude, the, and the now thing about these guys is that they get all these students, right? Because they all kind of sell themselves as like, hey, they're helping these tigers, right? They're, uh, you know, the chick that kills it is she does great because she calls it a rescue. That's the difference. You know, so she gets all the support. So, dude, they get all these fucking kids. And I don't want to say dumb. I want to say young, naive. I love you. And if you're really helping from the heart, God bless you. But they all work for free. And I'm talking like 12, 14 hours, dude. And these people just rake in all the money from the from the visitors and shit. It's crazy. That's yeah. nice. Do you did you do you know that they're doing a scripted uh, series yeah. uh, about the Tiger yeah, King? Yeah, you saw who's gonna play the Tiger King. It. Did Rob Lowe get it or did? No, 
Nick Cage. What? <laughs> Nick Cage is playing the Tiger King. So that's how that's how you get me to watch the Tiger King. You put Nick Cage in it, and I'm all over that uh, shit. I'm gonna I mean, watch the hell out of that. I don't. I'm not gonna watch the real thing, but I'll watch the. Fake you know one. why I'm excited is because that's the Nick Cage that I used to love. It's the you know sure. the funky, the weird, the the the, the indie. You know the uh, fucking what? God, what's the one that I love forever? Where he does Elvis. God, it's awesome. It's, it's the blue velvet. What's the name of it? This is a snakeskin jacket. Wild, this is wild, a snakeskin jacket. It represents uh, what, what? Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart, dude. I used to watch that the David all Lynch, the time. Yeah. yeah, great. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, and because he's mostly direct video these days, so check it out. He's got what I call the Nick Cage Renaissance uh, trilogy. That is straight to video movies. They're all wildly entertaining. They're super gross and inappropriate, yeah. so you obviously don't watch them with your kids. Uh, but if you like hardcore stuff, these are good movies to watch. The first one's called Mom and Dad. All right. All right. And it's about uh, I, I, it, it's like about a, a chemical get that gets in the air or an alien thing. I can't remember why, but it makes all the mom and dads in the world want to murder their children. Ooh, I love it. So it's a, so Nick Cage and his wife are trying to kill their kids, and their kids are trying to get out of it. Then the next one after that is this movie called Mandy, which is like a horror revenge movie where Nick Cage, uh, his his uh, wife or I can't remember his wife, girlfriend, somebody gets sucked into a cult and he goes after the cult to get revenge on them for basically being responsible for her death. Uh, that one starts with a really funny joke where uh, he knocks on the door uh, knocks on the door, and, and his wife answers and, he, and he's like, uh, hey, knock, knock. And she goes, who's there? And he goes, Eric Estrada. And she says, Eric Estrada who? And he goes, Eric Estrada from Chips. And that's the whole joke. <laughs> That's how the movie starts, and it's bananas. It's just bananas. And then finally, the most recent one is called uh, Color Out of Space, which is a, a, an old H.P. Lovecraft story, uh, basically an invasion of the body yeah, snatchers yeah, yeah. type situation. And the movie's directed by the guy who got fired off the island of Dr. Moreau with Marlon Brando and hasn't done anything what? since. That's awesome. And like, he suddenly does... Does this movie with Nick Cage and it's a lot of What's fun. What's the name you of that one? You get like a, a color out of space. Color out of, not Colorado. Color out of space. Not Colorado. <laughs> color out of space. Sorry. I'm those Mexican. three movies. Color out of space. Dude, those. I watch all three. Binge watch those three movies. That's a triple feature. If you like Nick Cage, you won't be disappointed. I that promise. sounds great. So yeah, that's what I'm excited about. It's a rare choice for the Tiger King, but he'll kill it. I mean, he can be awkward. What's the one? God, it's the one he did. There was one that he did. Oh, Peggy Sue. Remember where he talked like this? He did the high voice. Oh, Peggy yes. Sue got married. Oh, yeah. like, Come on, Peggy. So weird. Come on, Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> I like that movie. It's just great. Yeah. He just made some great choices yeah. like that when he was younger. Something awesome. Have Have you ever seen the clip of him? There's a clip of a movie that never got released. Uh, I can't remember. It stars like Rob Morrow and somebody like uh -huh. that or something. It's like a road movie, and they're and in this scene they're broken down on the side of the road, uh -huh. and this uh, sports car pulls uh -huh. up, and this guy gets out, and it's Nick Cage, but he's got like a crazy like fake nose on, oh, yeah. and he has like a not that Peggy Sue voice, but an equally weird. It, you know what he sounds like? Do you remember the comedian Emo Phillips? I like that. I used to love Emo Phillips, dude. 
So that's what it seems like Nick Cage is doing, an impersonation of Emo Phillips. And it's just one scene where he pulls up and says, do you guys want to ride? <laughs> and they're like, no, we're okay. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then he just, he gets in the car and drives away. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Dude. Look it up on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Look yeah, I used up. to love him before he started taking himself so seriously. But it looks like, yeah, he's returning back to the old Nick Cage. For a while there, I just wanted to see what his hair looked like. I've said that before, like in the new movie. What fake hair do you have? Him, him and John Travolta, you know what I'm saying? It's like, his, his wigs are way better than oh, Travolta's. Oh, way better. Way better. Way better. Yeah. Way better. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the shape. Travolta's head's too fucking big. Maybe. Just doesn't uh, work. For wigs to work. He looks so much better. When you see photos of him now when he's not wearing any shit yeah. on his head, it just stay that way. Yeah. Stay that go, way, John. Go Billy Zane. Did you see that movie he made with Fred Durst? <laughs> no, I missed that gem. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh Although boy. I would have loved to be probably auditioned for it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like him, and he's he's a what the hell's it called? The fanatic, or well, I saw that the fanatic. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's got kind of like a, you have. I've seen it on there, and I haven't clicked on it. But yeah, it's got he's got kind of like a Billy Ray Cyrus mullet thing going on or something. Yeah, and he's it is after uh, he stalks Devin Sawa, who in this reality is a giant star. Oh, Devin Sawa's um, back. He, he fell off the. Right well, he had his he had his substance abuse problems, but I'll tell you what I'll tell you what he's a very he good is. actor. He's a very very good actor, and he's he's good in this movie. This movie is not good, uh, but it is it's interesting to watch and see him do that. And Travolta is also, I think he he makes mistakes in his choices, <laughs> but he is fully committed. So on that level, it is an entertaining movie to watch. Uh, it, it, it's 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 a, a lot of mistakes are made. A lot of mistakes yeah, are made. Those are but fun to watch. Sometimes. There's yeah, especially if the performers are dedicated. They're not phoning it in. Like that's a that's been my problem with Nick Cage in his straight to video movies for the most yeah, part, yeah. part. Is he phones it in and he doesn't look interested at yeah. all. Or like Bruce Willis in anything after 1999, <laughs> he just. Looks fucking bored with the proceedings, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not the case about John Travolta in The Fanatic or whatever the hell I call. It. He 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 did his best. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, I feel like he always. And that's does entertaining. That. You know what am I? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen him in straight to video movies where he's disinterested. Oh, really? yeah. it, it it comes and goes, and Nick Cage too. He still does the ones where it's like, why are you doing this? Oh yeah, you owe a million people too much money. Fuck, I know uh, that's crazy. But, but then he gets into like indie movies with filmmakers who know Nick Cage and are like us and understand what's awesome about Nick Cage and they write him that way and they direct him that way and then it's yeah, fun. Yeah, I want to see those. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, motherfucker. Yeah. All right, who else? Who else is making a lot of money? Uh, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Who's Jeff Bezos? The guy who owns Amazon. Oh, yes. I know I knew, I've he's, heard the name, a, but I was like, I forgot. Yes. He's making a killing. He's about, yeah, he's about to become a trillionaire while at the same time cutting uh, the hourly rates of for his uh, employees and firing all these employees and being a general douchebag. I never understood why they do that. The more money, the fucking cheaper they get. Fuck off. Why do you need fucking trillions of dollars, yeah. Jeff Bezos? 
Who, like, what the fuck do you do with that movie? It's like, Elon Musk, yeah, go to space. Fucking stay there, Elon. Go to space and fucking stay there. Move on to the moon. Yeah. We'll wave at you, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfuckers. That said, I'd love to do an Amazon series. (laughs) Hey, Amazon series would be great. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're uh, killing it, man, right now. Yeah, I'm waiting on a skateboard. I told you that. Still, still, did I tell you the story? Yeah, you got, no, I don't know. Maybe. No, like a couple of days after we got back, I, you know, I got drunk for a change and woke up and woke, <laughs> just treated yourself. Treated myself, woke up in the morning and I was like, your order is confirmed. Like, what order? What did I order? <laughs> <laughs> And I guess, yeah, there's this American Express card that we never use. And I was, you know, it's funny because I hate technology when I'm sober and I get upset. Like, fucking, ah, Terry, I can't do this as, you, as you've seen. Uh, but, yeah. oh, man, fucking drug Bardo had no problem ordering himself a new fucking hat, uh, a new skateboard <laughs> deck, and some new fucking bright pink grip tape. <laughs> Yeah, I got. I already got in trouble for that shit. I told you about oh, yeah. that. Like I ordered cat toys, and my wife was like, "Eh, eh, cut me off, cut off cat toys." And now I, now I have all these like Blu-rays in my wish list, and I, I just look at it every now and then, and I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could order that. That came out now. Oh, I wish I could order that. Oh, I wish, wish I had work. Yeah, I exactly. I wish there was work to get. I wish there was work coming to get. Fuck. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's very frustrating not to be able to order junk. I don't fucking need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was over here. I went to the bonds today, and uh, I go in there and I got my mask on and everything. They're really cool. They're really safe now. They give you shit. You know, it's like here's a clean cart. You know, that's been wiped out. Oh yeah, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, even the guy, that, the cashier guy, James, that I see all the time, who usually is in a really bad mood. You know, he's this big dude that's just always like, fuck, Like one of those guys just look, you know, they looks like they're hungover and they just fucking hate their job all the time. Sorry, James, sure. if you hear this. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but it's coming. But during this pandemic, I've never seen him happier. You know what I'm saying? Which is interesting because it's like I was going through today and he was like, hey, I was like, hey, what's up, James? He's like, oh, man, I'm just so happy I have a job. And I kind of looked up. He was almost oh. so happy that I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I don't, you I asshole. Know. <laughs> but I was like. Then you just start jamming meats into your pants <laughs> to walk out without pain. <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, dude, that's great, man. I'm glad you appreciate it. He goes, oh, yeah, man, I get it. Man, it's crazy. So, so that's good. It's turning some people into nice people, I guess. That's what I tell. They're they're appreciating what before they were just you know kind of like, this sucks. That's cool. I mean, I, you know, being in Ventura County, things are a little bit different. Yeah, sure. uh, you know, um, um, I the, people are really willfully stupid about all this and it and it's it, it, watching my neighbors like not practice social distancing not wearing masks running around acting like there isn't a pandemic acting like it's like somehow a political thing you know if i wear a mask i'm like a bleeding heart liberal yeah and 
you know, w- want to take away their guns as a result. It's like, no, 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 I, that's not what's happening. It's it's a freaking pandemic. It's People are going to get sick. More people are going to die. This is going to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. And I don't know why people are being so cavalier about reopening shit. Even our even our state governor now, like, wanting to reopen shit. I'm like, we're you're moving too fast. Let's figure out how we weather this so we don't, so people don't die. But, you know, maybe this really is, you know, Darwinism at work. I, I, I don't know. I, I just hope so. I just hope if that's the case, then Darwin kills the genuine idiots and not the people who are trying to keep themselves and their loved ones safe. And their neighbors who aren't trying to keep them safe. Because when I wear a mask, it's not for me. It's for you. That's how it works. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's trippy because we have, we're back here at home now. We have, you know, neighborhood kids that live next door and down the street. And... <clears throat> We're outside playing and they come over and we're like, oh man, you know, it's like, just stay apart. You know, there's nobody, nobody's coming in the house. We're going to play outside, just stay apart, skate apart. But even that freaks me out. You know what I mean? It's like, Yeah, my neighbors have bunnies across the street like they raise bunnies. And then they have people over all the time to look at the bunnies or maybe adopt the bunnies. I don't know. But every weekend, I, they have a gathering of like 10 to 15 people, all no masks, hanging out in the front yard looking at bunnies. And I'm like, I got, I have two bunnies in my backyard. I didn't even ask them to be there. You know? <laughs> uh, first of all, why are you raising bunnies in fucking Simi Valley? They're everywhere anyway. You don't need to raise yeah, them. Yeah, but he's making and, a killing right now, dude, because, yeah, that's another person. That's I mean, it's a good killing. It's a good thing they're making money and getting rid of all these. You know, the animal shelters apparently are empty. That's what everyone's saying. I'm sure they're not empty, but their adoption sales are through the roof. And, you know, yeah, so sure. that's why this guy's making a killing right now. I was like, can't pump out those bunnies fast enough. And actually, I have friends on Facebook that have gotten bunnies for their kids. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have a friend who went and uh, uh, adopted another. She she likes those Sphinx cats, you know, those weird-looking hairless things. And she went out and adopted one because she was worried that hers was uh, alone in a pandemic and then went out and got, like, new fish and all this stuff. And I was like, why are you, like, why are you taking unnecessary trips to get animals? Yes. Yeah. Because you're going to a place that's not going to be clean. It's full of animals, you know, and and you're just exposing yourself to the virus and in turn exposing anybody else that you uh, talk to. I I just I don't understand those decisions. Like I'm hard pressed to go to the grocery store. I try to stretch out as long as I can to keep from going to the grocery store. Eventually you have to. uh, But I find the whole thing. Thing stressful. Yeah, Terry and I. It hurts. <clears throat> we play. We do it kind. Of, we do it kind of Russian roulette style. We take turns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when Hill and I do it, we actually go to two different markets and communicate with each other what we're able to find. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because you can't always find everything. Uh, but I don't think this. Like last time we went here and see me, and see me seems to have gotten like gone off its rocker completely. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna drive for a half hour, forty five minutes. Uh, into a less populated area and find a grocery store there to do shopping. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. And actually, yeah. it's probably safer. See, the stores over here by where we live, dude, they're super. Because I live around a bunch of bleeding heart liberals. So, you know, the stores mm. the stores are fucking, they're tight. Dude, the Trader Joe's by uh, Terry just went, when'd you go? Yesterday, babe? Yesterday morning. And they, they are on it. Like, they have you waiting the line. I mean, everyone's spaced out. I mean, they pretty much, they yelled at her for, what did, what'd you do? I didn't 
Oh well, yeah, she didn't step on the X like she was, was got a little too close to the other person, and they were like, oh. "Hey, ma'am, you need yeah. to get back in your box." And there was no lines to check out. Yeah, no lines. Like what they do is like as soon as they don't like they don't let the line build up. Like as soon as you're ready, they go. You right. go to this checkout. You go to that one. So they don't want anybody waiting or anything. So it's a well-oiled machine already. And that's the thing. It's amazing how quick people adapted, and you know, and are just taking advantage. They're saying, "Come here. This is the safest." Or, dude, my people were selling masks on the street, I think, on the uh, the gasoline corners, I think, two weeks after. Fuck a brand new mask. You want to buy a mask? Five bucks. <laughs> it's crazy. You know? That's nuts. Yeah. Did you, yeah, there's a bunch of stores in Simi that now have these banners outside. They're flying and saying, masks, you know, N95 masks. Yeah. For sale now. It's like, oh, wow. In the same town where there are businesses reopening against orders and yeah. saying, no masks allowed. You can't wear a mask in my store. Well, fuck you, then. I'm not going. Yeah, so I, so I go to the bonds, and I'm like, and I felt bad for this kid because him him and his partners, so they bought the, the smoke shop that's right by the bonds, right? And it's been shut down because I guess they don't sell essential materials, right? It's just a tobacco smoke shop. So... Yes. <laughs> Terry just looks at me and goes, did you eat some of this vanilla ice cream last night? I'm like, yes, shut up. <laughs> so, so anyways, this guy, uh, so he's been closed and I'm walking up and I see he's got a huge sign up front now that says now open, right? And like, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go buy a cigarettes, you know, there. And then I went inside the bonds and I was like, do I really want to go to two stores though? Uh, uh -huh. like, fuck it. I'm just going to get in here. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, Vons I felt bad, and I, want, I know, and I wanted support of it and everything, but I was like, fuck it, I'm just getting them here, and I'm going home. Yeah, yeah, I try to avoid it, too. I mean, like, when I do go out, it's just one place. Yeah. That's it. I don't, I don't, I don't do two places, but I've been really good about not getting out. I mean, it's, it's kind of amazing, you know, spending way less money than I normally do. I mean, like, because we're not going out yeah. to eat, because we're, like, only ordering in, like, every couple of weeks because it's a pain in the ass for us because I know you know Republicans don't give a shit and they just get their pizza and they just eat the COVID pizza you know like touch the make out with the box and they just suck up all the COVID into their face that's cool but that's not how we like you know getting boxes of food and wiping it down and get you know it's as much work as making dinner yourself so it's not yeah it's only if a craving, like a severe craving for a burrito happens. Yeah, dude, Terry, you know, Terry just went to, she made a trip yesterday because for the first time and since having kids, like we pretty much cleaned out the fridge. Like we ate everything in there. Like we didn't, we didn't throw anything away. Like, you know, we ate it all and it, it felt good. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to Yeah, it felt good because, yeah, we don't want to order as much and we don't want to waste so we're just fucking yeah. right, right. And you wind up spending a lot less money. We uh, got a subscription to. Have you heard about this Imperfect Foods? No. It's uh, they bring you uh, like fresh uh, veggies, whatever you want. You can order meats and stuff too. It's fresh stuff, but it's imperfect. So it was like the apples will have little marks on. Okay, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, they're I've, still perfectly I saw good. A whole documentary and on that. Exactly. And, you know, people do that. Yeah. People dive in fucking dumpsters in New York for that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do. So now instead instead of leaving it for the dumpster divers, they're just taking it right to my house. That's awesome. You hear that, babe? 
they deliver imperfect foods. It's insane. So you can get oh. those. Yeah, they're cheaper. Yeah. So I like anything imperfect. Yeah. She's gonna look it up for sure. She's all about it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Freaking love it. Well, and babe, you know, I need a, sh- you know, I need a shot, babe. I need a shot. You know my wife's side hustle of of selling clean yes, wines. Yes, I told her about that too. She's getting a, a lot of business because people, you know, want their wine, but they don't want to oh. go out and make a special. That's trip. what I was gonna say right now. She's making a killing. The whole industry's making a killing, dude. It's nuts, nuts. So we should have invest. So we should have invested in alcohol sale. Alcohol, whatever. Fucking <laughs> something. We should have. You say that, but like what? Like I've never had. I look at my house as my investment, oh, yeah. and that's it. Because I've never had this excess money. Because I have friends who are rich and they play the stock market, like play it, like it's a friggin' like it's a craps table. I, I just I've never had that extra money Cheers, to like, invest arbitrarily. Salute, Here's you here. listeners. If you have booze, take a shot with us. Salute. I wish my wife would bring me booze, but she's, you know, she's in a meeting teaching children. Oh, I'm off. I'm done teaching. We're done for the day. You're done for the yeah, day. Yeah, they usually make our Fridays pretty easy. And we get it done. That's fast. good. It's really cool. We get done quick. And then we just start drinking. <laughs> just like regular That's teachers. It. Oh, dude. You may <laughs> lie, dude. We used to hang out at bars. Fucking teachers are crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Teachers are the craziest. Yeah, you married to one. You know. <laughs> yeah, she nuts. She nuts, dog. She nuts. She's on fire. <laughs> <Hell> fire. <laughs> she crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very str- and it's like she's, no, and I get it now. I, I get why they drink so much. I mean, it's I mean, I'm deal- well, we're dealing and, with two. Yeah, and she's she's so stressed out right now just about everything being in flux yeah. and and all of it's just. It's so deeply and utterly stressful for her. And and also now, you know, I can't work. Yeah. So luckily I have one commercial running. Yes. So I'm getting a little bit of money, good, good, good. but she's got she's you know, she's got so much pressure on her to keep this job and now she's like, "Oh, budget cuts and she's at a charter school, it's a different ball of wax cuz they 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 stay open and get budgeted according to how many students they have." So if they have to have their students because of coronavirus, if if the LAUSD doesn't adjust their public charter, you know, uh, bullet points that they have to meet, right. then they're all going to close. So then my wife's going to be out of a job. Uh, so yeah, it's like it's and and if we're both out of a job, guess yeah. what? We're we're coming to your house. That's right, buddy. I got a garage. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be your garage, but do you ever see that movie? Uh, Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Uh-uh. Watch that movie; it's really funny. But they're like the lead character. I can't remember his. I can't say his name. I can't pronounce it. It sucks. But it's the he was in Get Out. He was the the like really smiley faced guy with the hat who had been inhabited by a black guy. Oh you know yeah, 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 yeah. You know that yeah, actor? I can't think of. Uh, He's he's really good. I love him. But he's in this movie, Sorry to Bother You, which is about a telemarketer who, uh, you know, he gets a job telemarketing because it's all he can get. He lives in his uncle's garage. His uncle is Terry Crews, plays his uncle. And (laughs) so he literally in the opening scene, like accidentally bumps the garage door opener while he's making out with his girlfriend, like morning sex in bed. And it opens to the whole neighborhood. (laughs) The whole neighborhood. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It's really funny. 
uh, and the whole movie's funny because it's a telemarketer who does, he's totally not successful until Danny Glover tells him to uh, adopt a white voice. So then he does like a white <laughs> That's voice. That's awesome. And his white voice, like literally, they have David Cross loop in his voice over this guy's talking every time he uses his white voice, and then he becomes super successful. It's really a funny movie. It's really good satire. That sounds great. Recommend I love it. Watch a lot of movies, motherfucker. Yeah, man. <laughs> I nothing but movies. I hear you. Dude. Last night I watched, I watched four movies. I watched four movies yesterday. Wow, that's great. I, I fell asleep to um, Romeo Must Die with Jet Li. Remember that old one? And Ali. Oh, I remember. And Aaliyah. Yeah. I yeah. saw Anthony Anderson in there. I was like, wow, he was so young. Get his ass kicked by Jet Li. Wasn't uh, 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 Tom Arnold in that too? I think so. I didn't get that far. I didn't get to the Tom Arnold part. I was past. I feel like it was, yeah. I, I I can't remember. I remember there was a series of movies where they were in it together as comic relief. One of what one of them was Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. Exit wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen the one that Zach was in. I I don't think I have it on my fucking list, or it's not coming up on my thing. What's the name of that? Oh, the new yeah. one. You probably don't remember. Uh, I already that forgot. It. Yeah, I watched yeah, it. You watched it. That's all. Yeah, I That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> Honestly, the most interesting part of that movie was like, oh, Zach's in it. The, <laughs> the mean redheaded kid from fucking Christmas stories in the cigar. That was it. Oh, that was the Zach's in it. <laughs> that was the that was the entertaining value. It was like, oh, look. It's Zach. Oh, that's awesome. And then, and then from there, it was all <laughs> it was all Seagal's stomach, <laughs> <laughs> and his weird Dracula hair. Yeah. Uh, Although I do like his fight scenes now because he just he doesn't move. He just stands in a place, and people run at him, and he just slaps them and yeah. they fall down. Yeah, you can't see him. He just pats yeah. him away with his arms. It's like <laughs> looks like a seal. <laughs> so you hear like seal sounds and clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Seagal. Hey, I don't know. I was going to say, but he's, he's probably doing better than us. But I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's, he's, like, uh, he's like in bed with Vladimir Putin. He gets like... Well, you know these also too. He gets money. You know these workaholics because they work all the time. So they must be losing it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, for us, we're used to not working and shit. But, you know, if you're <laughs> Nick Cage and you're these guys and you're just going from set to fucking set to set... Fucking putting on new wigs. Not even knowing what you're in. Putting on new wigs, you know. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, you're like, all of a sudden, you're at home, and no one's doing your hair, and you're fucking, like, (laughs) sitting there, you're like, fuck. You know, it's kind of sucked. But there's some serious depression Uh, going on out there with all you working actors, so suck it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't care about them at all. I got my own Welcome problems. to our. I was already yeah, not. Welcome this. to our world, bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call me. I'll, I'll talk. Yeah, I'll you talk you through it. it. We should, t- dude. Let's start an actor support art line, a hotline. You know what I'm saying? If you need fucking, if you need to know how to get through not working as an actor, we yeah. we got your back. <laughs> a seminar. A seminar. How to not how work. to not work with Todd and Lombardo and. St- and stay mildly and sane. stay mildly sane. Chapter one, lots Chap- of booze. <laughs> Chapter two, lots of lots booze. Of weed. Lots of weed. That's it, I like it. Chapter three, booze and weed. <laughs> Getting faded. Getting faded. Chapter four, Ativan or Xanax, whatever you can get your hands on. Chapter five, what the fuck happened? 
<laughs> Chapter six. Why did your bad life choices lead to a bad outcome? <laughs> Chapter seven. Do it all again. <laughs> Chapter eight. Hey, you gonna watch that new David Spade movie on Netflix? I saw it last night. Boom. <laughs> did you? How was it? How was it? I'm gonna. Oh, your headphones went. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was hilarious. I gotta tighten these cans. Hold on. Your headphones. There's a, okay. They would have saw. How was it? I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch that movie. How it was, was it? cool. It was hard to. It was hard to watch David Spade. Kind of hold back his smart ass shit because he's supposed to be kind of more together and and he doesn't drink. You know, a little spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But the chick in it is fucking hilarious. And I was trying to remember what show she was from or where she came from. Flight of the Concords. Oh, maybe, maybe. No, it's not Flight of the Concords. It's not her. It looks like the girl that was on Flight of the Concords. Isn't she like a stand-up or something? I think so, but dude, she fucking kills it. Oh, my God. She's fucking... That's... She pushes it so far that you're like, there's no way that, you know, they're going to, they're just going to like this chick. But she pulls it off. It's called, it's called right. the wrong Missy. Yeah. Right, right. And it's your and typical Adam Sandler movie. Lauren Lapkus. Lauren Lapkus. Lauren Lapkus. That's the chick. Yeah, but I don't know where she came from. Is she a stand-up? Yeah, she's a stand-up or an improv person. She's been on uh, uh, Doug Benson's uh, podcast a million times. I've heard her. She's really she's really. Oh, funny. dude, she yeah. fucking kills it. Like, from start to finish. She's just fucking on go. And like, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, it's the same... Guy crew from all the Sandler movies, you know what I'm saying? You get all the same, you know, re- recurring, you know, buddies of his. But fuck, she steals it. I mean, it's her fucking movie. Fucking awesome. Well, good for her. Yeah. That's great. So it is fun. It is entertaining on a certain. I level. thought it was great because of her. Because she kind of loses it. Because usually one of the dudes is a star, right? And like, you know what I mean? And David Spade's there, but he's not really interesting when he's not. And he has, of course, some great comeback lines, and you know, he's. The David Spade still comes out, you know, in certain places, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but for the most part, yeah, they kind of just let this chick fucking roll with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, That's yeah, great. Well, I want to. I'll, I'll watch it. I watch all of. Uh, the truth is, is I watch everything Happy Madison produces. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I do too. I know. As much as I talk shit about him, I actually posted. Like, I saw. I, th- I said the story before. I saw one of his, and you looked it up, and it was he had done this obscure movie before any of the famous ones. And I caught it, and it was horrible. Oh. And I went off on Twitter about it, and like I bitched him out. Like, Adam Sandler, this is the worst <laughs> fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. So I'll probably never work for him, but... <laughs> but, I do, but I do watch his fucking movies. You know, even though I talk shit about him, I'll fucking put it on. I like to think that they're, if, if I'm critical of somebody's work... And they're they're a respectful artist and respectful of me as an artist. They can get by that. We can still work together. I would like to um, think so because I'm sure I've done I've done things that people don't like, and that's fine. And I would like to think they could be perfect. Like I went off on SNL the last episode of SNL because it was really real bad. Uh, but um, all right, so I'm gonna go. Ahead but and I've say also it. so I can just say fuck Jamie Fox for not hiring me for that last job. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, fuck Jamie. You're allowed to be bitter yeah, about something. I think I already talked about it anyways. And you know, the funny thing is, uh, pandemic. So I feel bad for my friend Vicente. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for my friend Vicente who got it because I don't know if they even shot it. It's crazy. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, we talked about that before. That's such a bummer, man. Yeah, fuck. Such a bummer. Like, I have a friend who who just uh, had a screenplay option. Yeah. You know, on the same day, I had a screenplay option, and they were saying it, it looks very good that it's going to go to production with a possible, like, TV series, you know, tie-in yeah, yeah. to it. So he's, like, super excited. The same day that happened, uh, one of his uh, friends killed himself. Oh. So he gets this awesome news and then gets this uh, just soul-crushing news. Highlight. It's like... I feel like that's happening to so many people right now in the midst of this because for, you know, I mean, this was a suicide, but it, it was probably driven in some way by the COVID and the isolation oh, yeah, and, and the way the, and the way the world is reacting to it, the way our country is reacting to it, the way our government is reacting to it. If you're like that kind of depressed, you know, I get, I get tripped. Well, that's the thing. Just, like, like just, you're, you're living with your you know wife and your son, which, you know, of course you, you're going to get on each other's nerves. It's going to, it's gonna suck sometimes, but you have somebody. Like I got a message from one of my friends who thought I was pissing him because I'm sure he's just sitting there going nuts. And he sends me the letter like, "Hey man, you know, I hope there's no hard feelings. I'm cool, blah blah." blah. I was like, "Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, everything's great." He's like, "Cool. Well, love to your family. At least you got them. I haven't seen another person in two months." It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I have a bunch of friends who are in that, and. I- and I'm trying to stay in touch in various ways. And I hope that if there's anybody who happens to be listening to this, who's feeling that level of depression because of being genuinely isolated, yeah, literally call, a call, a call me or, or Lombardo, email me, or call you can me. email me, at, email me at info at Todd If you feel comfortable leaving a phone number, even if you don't know me, I will call you. I'll, I'll call, call me to reach out to me. To but if you're that desperate, you'll find me. Yeah, and also, and there's yeah, and there's what a dick. As as Hollywood has often been desperate enough to find me, so shall you. Exactly. Yeah, no one in Hollywood's looking for these motherfuckers, but they yeah. will, dude. And, they will. And better. Love it. And better than calling us, you know, call. There's so many places open right now that want to help people who are having yeah, so mental if you're having issues, a tough psychological time and issues. You don't have. A show like ours where you get to vent. Yeah, please call some. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please call some. Or start a show. Start, start a, a show. show. Tell us you... Yeah, start start a show called Two Out of Work Plumbers Bitching. I will... I'll promote it. I want to hear show. what... We'll promote it right on the yeah, show. I hear, I'll listen I want to hear what plumbers bitch about. I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess <laughs> shit. Right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly the drain pipes that are the problem. Lefty, loosey. I don't mind down. putting in some copper water pipes, but it's the shit oh, pipes. Oh, that's seriously, I don't like the shit pipes. all bullshit aside, that sounds interesting to me. I want to know what plumbers are fucking bitching about. I want to know. Yeah, that'd be great. I want to know what fucking, uh, what else, uh, construction guys bitch about. What other workers out, yeah, what sure. other type of people, what other kind of jobs do people Two. do? <laughs> Two, uh, there's so many there's so many spinoffs for this show two out of work teachers bitching, oh. two out of work lobbyists bitching yeah. two out of work you can all be Hollywood too two out of work grips bitching I love it yeah. that's it come on so if you want to start a show two out of work whatever we're on it <laughs> yeah yeah we will back you up 100% we'll only take 60% <laughs> 
of your podcast <laughs> of your money. Podcast money. <laughs> Because I know it's going to fucking... Because I don't know about you, Lombardo, but this podcast is making me so much money. I'm I'm literally ankle deep in cash right now. I was going to say, dude, we're rolling in it. <laughs> it's just my, the, all the floors in my house are covered in inches of cash. Once again, I, I just, wish you guys could see us because if you saw the quality of our headsets, you would know how much money we're making. <laughs> <laughs> Although mine are really dope. My, mother, my mother-in-law did spend some money. She... She went, I told her I needed a headset when we were staying there. I, I don't know if I said it on air last time. And I have the best mother-in-law in the world. So they go they go risk their lives to go to Target or something, to buy groceries and everything. And they come back, dude, and she, she gives me a box with these headset things because she had overheard when we did mine, remember, and I was doing the first one like this. They can't see me, but the first, uh-huh. first headset that my um, father-in-law let me was earplugs, but he had them taped in the middle, so I had to be really close to the computer, and I couldn't pull back. So it was like <laughs> close-up interview. But so she heard that, and then when they went to Target, she brought me these fucking bitchin'-ass headsets, which I could set up wireless, you know, but yeah, yeah. not done yet. So shout-out to my mother-in-law, Diane Graff. That's super I sweet. MD. That's super sweet. Yeah. I, uh, oh my God, that's the end of our therapy session. We've reached an hour. Perfect, dude. That was awesome. Can you believe that? That felt like five minutes. That was really fast. We needed that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We're like, hey, somebody else, let's stop my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, thank you for talking to me. Thank you so much. Meanwhile, my wife's over here fucking just listening too, because she's like, you know, that's the first time my wife's listened to the whole fucking show, because she was. She can only hear your half of it. I know. So she sat here and listened, but she sat right here the whole fucking time. It's the first time. <laughs> I got drunk. Quarantine. No, I got, Quarantine. I got drunk one night and all emotional. I was like, you don't even listen to my podcast, man. <laughs> so now she's like, okay, I'll listen to half of it. Exactly. I'll listen to half the podcast, the half that's you. I love it. I'll have to say it because she went out for a break. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. <laughs> Anyways, dude, that was, that was so much fun, dude. Yeah, it was good. Well, we'll do it again. Uh, let's do it again next okay. week. For sure. We kind of, I think we kind of missed one because things were yeah, crazy. Yeah, we did. Let's, That's uh, all right. Let's, let's keep on it. I would. Uh, let's try to. Let's let's try to. Let's on air while we're still recording. Let's try to commit to every Friday. That's it. Right now, every And that way I can produce it and post it on Monday. And boom, That's perfect. You know? That's perfect. Uh, I love it. Every Friday sounds great because then we get done early with school and shit. Why do you want to get off, why yeah. do you want to get off Skype? Don't you want to talk to me? What's wrong with you? We don't have to get off <laughs> Skype. We just have to stop recording. All right, let's stop it. Ready? Bye, everybody. Bye. You guys bye. Out, of, out of work actors. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 B